Hello, everybody. We're glad to have you today. We, George and I, Pastor George from Eagle Mountain International Church, and I have been going over Good Word today and other things that we ha- we've had to do to keep our Absolutely. television teaching the Word yep. of God. Yeah. We've already had a good day, so we're, we're glad you're here with us. This week has gone by so it fast, has, Gloria. It, it really has. And this is number 390. 390. So we're 10 away from 400 prosperity broadcasts. Praise we, God. We'll set a record coming up here as we continue oh, on in fun? the series. So, yeah. But we're talking about, and we have talked about all week long, supernatural provision. Gloria, no matter what is going on right. in the world, right. the economy, no matter what is happening, the Lord is our source. He will take care of us. He supplies all of our need yes, according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And if you haven't been able to watch the broadcast, you can go back and watch them on our archive. And you are also able to access That's all great. of the notes that we have done for this. Pastors especially, ministers. Mm. These are these are sermons in themselves that you can take, download. Go to kcm.org, look for the picture of Glory and Me, click onto it, and you'll be able to download not just the notes that we're teaching, today or this week, but all of the notes that we have taught ever since we began 10 years ago now that we've been teaching. It's pretty thick. I've got some books at home that have that in it, and it's pretty thick. But you can utilize these, and especially ministers, you can take these and and use these as a starting point for a series that Mm -hmm. you're doing or messages. You can build on top of this. So these are available to you, and we want you to have them. But Gloria, we are talking, have been talking about supernatural provision, and today we're talking about examples of supernatural provision from the Word of God. That's good. Examples from those who acted on their covenant with God. And God is no respecter of persons. He's no respecter of faith. If we will utilize our faith and believe Him, then we too can walk in the supernatural provision realm of the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. In other words, if you're walking and talking by faith, Mm -hmm. you have His attention. Mm. You have His attention. If you're walking and talking by faith, You will have God's attention. That's right. And He will hear you and He will do what you ask Him to do if it's based on the Word of God. It just works. It's simple. We can do this. Hallelujah. Well, Jesus with the centurion, He said, I have not seen such great faith, no, not in Israel. Jesus was impressed with this man's faith when He said, speak the word only. That's right. That got Jesus' attention. That's it did. Imagine, imagine getting Jesus' attention where your faith it's is concerned. The word only, yeah. Boy, I'd like to do that. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> to let's, get his... let's speak the word only. We speak the word only. Praise but supernatural, God. supernatural provision comes from a higher realm. Yeah, it does. It comes, it's over, above, and beyond. It's living in in the more than enough. It's living in the too much realm because that's how good God and is. And tithing is a key to put you in that realm. Tithing is the key 
that connects you to the blessing. Yeah. Sowing yes. is where we reap the harvest and the hundredfold return. So God is working on our behalf all the time to get this to us supernaturally. And especially those of you that may have had difficult times during COVID and your business was shut yeah. down, the Lord can supernaturally re- resurrect a business. That's right. That's right. And it will be much better than it ever was before. Praise God. I, I just kind of came up That's and out good, of it about George, resurrecting. Right. It's true. It's <clears throat> resurrecting true. that. But we looked at several examples yesterday of how this supernatural provision operates in the Word of God. And let's take a look at a couple okay, today. Good. Good. Here in Matthew 17 and <clears throat> verse 24 through 27. You want to go ahead and read that, Gloria? On their arrival in Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax, temple tax, came to Peter and asked him, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, Peter replied. Then he went into the house, but before he had a chance to speak, uh, Jesus asked him, What do you think, Peter? Do kings tax their own people or the people that they have conquered? They tax the people they have conquered. Peter replied, well then, well then, Jesus said, the citizens are free. However, we don't want to offend them. So go down to the lake and throw in a line. Open the mouth of the first fish you catch and you'll find a large silver coin. Take it and pay the tax for both of us. Gloria, that is... <laughs> That you know is what? supernatural. It's supernatural. Mm-hmm. And, but the, these days, that'd take a big fish. To yes, it would. <laughs> but he <laughs> could do it. Yeah, he could do it. He'd have a whale full of, <laughs> full of money. <laughs> a whale full of money. Yeah. You're right down the fish line, aren't you here, Gloria? Mm, that's well, right. This speaks to me in several ways. First of all, that... Even where taxes are concerned. And I believe that there may be people out there right now that owe back taxes. And the Lord is going to provide. He said, pay the tax for both of us. This is a good place to go to. That's a perfect place to go. And the fact that it came in such a supernatural way. It just lets you know that God can get it done if you'll believe for it. That's right. He knows he can put money in the fish's mouth. He can cause gold to rain out of heaven. Yep. I mean, he can do whatever he gets ready to do. If he's got faith to work with, that's the key. Yep, exactly. And it's supernatural. And it reminds me of a couple of things, Gloria. It reminds me of uh, anytime we drive to Oklahoma City, I think about you. Why? Now, why is because that? Because it's dry and, <laughs> and hot? No. Okay. I think about you and Kenneth because of the story he tells mm-hmm. about the time that you were driving through Oklahoma City. And this was early on. The kids were small and you didn't have any money to be able to stop. The kids were hungry. And then all of a sudden, uh, there was something that caught Kenneth's eye go, flying across the street, the windy city yeah. of Oklahoma yeah. City. And it it slapped up against a fence, and Brother Copeland said, a, a "Money!" And he turned around, got off the highway, peeled it off the cyclone fence. You know, it, I think if I remember right, it was one of those. It was a highway where there's, you know, a big freight mm-hmm. highway. Yeah. And here's the fence. Yep. So we were we were had to. We were going one way, and the money was on the other side. So we had to go back and 
Peel it off the fence. Peel it off the fence. That's the truth. True story. And then you did did that, and then... We um, ate. You ate. You (laughs) ate. You tithed, and then you ate. Yes, that's right. And then it also reminds me of something else, and this is supernatural, how this works, because the Lord is always watching out for us. Yes, He is. We were in Arkansas one time. This was... Jeremy was in high school at the time, and he had... He had driven one of the cars up there because he had to go back early, brought a friend with him and had to go back early for something in school. Well, he was up there for a few days. The last day he was with us, we had rented some jet skis on the lake. Yeah. And um, we came in from riding jet skis uh, and, and Jeremy had his jet ski beside him and he was up maybe knee deep in water. And I was watching him from a distance, maybe about 20 feet across the water. And he leaned over and he bent down and he reached into the water and he pulled up a $20 bill. Wasn't floating. It, was it wasn't sl- floating. It was, on, on it was lying on the bottom. He picked up that, that $20 bill and he waved it at me. And I thought, you just don't <laughs> see money coming up out of the no, water every day. And well, he was leaving later that afternoon. So he took off in the car. Well, when we got home, he told us the story. He had to stop and get gas. And for some reason, the credit card was not working. And the only cash he had was the $20 was the $20 bill. Don't tell me God doesn't know where we are and what we're doing. Isn't that something, Gloria? How the Lord took care of him. Let me tell you another story that happened to me. Terry and I, we took a trip, just the two of us, uh, and we went to New Hampshire, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, which is right on the water. We stayed at a really nice place and just took a few days off. Well, we're driving back uh, to Boston to fly home here. And I had just... I had just gotten a, a new phone, um, and I had a like a a, 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 a belt that had a, a latch on it that you could hook it to. Well, I had that phone, brand new phone. The ministry gave me this brand new phone, and so we're driving home, and I had to pull off the highway um, to check something in the trunk. So I got out and I checked it. We got back in. We're driving into Boston. I reached for my phone. My phone is gone. And I'm thinking, where is that phone? And the, she called the hotel. It wasn't at the hotel. And so what we did, we just we just exercised our faith and said, phone, come back to us in Jesus' name. Yeah. Well, we were confessing that, declaring that, and I was a little bit embarrassed because it was a brand new phone that the ministry gave me. And I was not willing to let that go. We got home. And I noticed that on the phone, there were some messages. And I pressed the button. And here's what happened. There was a young man that was driving along that same highway. It had begun to snow after Terry and I left Boston. And he was driving along that highway. He pulled off to the side of the road because he needed to get something. He looked out his windshield and he saw a bump in the snow. He got out of his car. It intrigued him. What is that? A bump. A bump in the snow and he picked it up and it was my phone. And you got it back. What happened was when I got out of the car on the highway and I went and I opened the trunk, my my elbow had hit and the phone fell on the ground on the side of the highway. on, on Not not the highway itself, but the, the, the side of the highway. That guy might be watching today. 
saying, oh, that was me. And he sent that phone back to us. Now, that is a supernatural act. God restored something that was lost. I'm getting a witness, so we're going to be seeing more of that. I agree with you. Outlandish supernatural. Outlandish supernatural provision from heaven. Yeah. I agree with you Praise on that. God. I'm going ex- to so that. I'm going to be expecting it. Yep. You can expect it too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Glory Absolutely. to God. Absolutely. This scripture. This supernatural provision. Isaiah, comes under the heading of supernatural provision. That's right. It sure does. <laughs> Isaiah 45, 3 in the message. I will lead you to buried treasures, secret caches of valuables. Confirmations that it is, in fact, I, God, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. Praise God. He knows where it all is. He does. <laughs> he really does. And Thank I'm you. sure the story after story after story of God's supernatural provision that takes place. And I agree with you. We're going to see more of that. Yeah. Amen. There's going to be more of that that we will see. Um, this one in Luke 5, the supernatural harvest. Um, in the New King James, it says, uh, when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Mm-hmm. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. You know what? He didn't uh, seem to be real excited about that, but he did it. And he did it at his word. Mm-hmm. I don't think he expected to find anything. I think you're right. I think <laughs> but you're absolutely he did. right. You he figure did. he did and that? Did he we do that bl- grudgingly? We were believing about having lunch or something when that dollar, when that whatever it was, seemed like it was twenty dollars. The mo- the mo- yeah, the money. And it blew up against the fence. Yeah. It just sat there. Little kid saw it. Came by and saw it. Yeah. We went to Big Boy, home of the Big Boy, or somewhere, <laughs> and had a hamburger, if I remember right. Well, he said to them, he said, let. Let down your nets. He let down the net. When he had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Mm -hmm. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees. He realized what he had done. He fell down at Jesus' knees. He said, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. Praise God. Praise Gloria, what God. we're seeing here, these, all Where of these. That? Where is that about? They were astonished at the. Yeah. Great. They were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. Hmm. Now, these are all seasoned fishermen. These are commercial yeah, yeah. fishermen. And they were astonished because they had never seen such, such a, a catch, catch of fish yeah. before. It was huge. Praise God. And there were fish just slapping Peter in the boat. It was so <laughs> full. Isn't that amazing? And he, Peter, first of all, I wrote this down. Peter didn't plan for the supernatural. He let down only one broken net. Had he believed Jesus, he would have he, he would have taken the best nets. Faith plans for more than enough. They were astonished at the they catch were, of fish. I believe, Gloria. I'm believing for signs and wonders. I believe the, that too. The hours late. Yep. And uh, we're we we believe whether we see signs and wonders or not. But there's a lot of people that would help yeah. to see some signs and wonders and some 
net breaking boat sinking mm-hmm. net loads breaking of boat fish. sinking load yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and and they will be astonished that it will be it will be a miraculous thing to see such a supernatural yeah. provision from heaven yeah. I think we've seen some things, but I think there are some more things that we are to this see. This is the way this ends on this uh, these notes. Mm-hmm. Peter did, Peter didn't plan the soup for the supernatural. Right. He let down only one broken net. Faith plans for more than enough. Now, see, we can get a little insight into that. Yes. We need to not be have meager. Answers in line, in, you know, in our expectations. We don't, we don't need a meager mentality. No, no meager mentality. No meager That's mentality. Good. If we're expecting the supernatural, we will get it. Jesus stimulated the Galilee fishing industry. Mm-hmm. It was in a slump. Peter's business was on the, ver- I don't know where they got this information, on the verge of bankruptcy. That was me. I was thinking about it. <laughs> that day, the fish market exploded. Jesus saw to it that the family business was thrive would thrive in Peter's absent, absence as the disciple. So Jesus takes care of people. He does. He he really does. When you think about this, that's what he does. The they he said that they toiled all night and caught nothing. They were they were they had reached a slump somehow in this. Because they're working continually, and then they get out, they're, they're cleaning the nets, and then Jesus comes along. And they think, oh, that preacher, he doesn't know anything about fishing. Well, he knows everything about fishing. Everything about everything. Well, I was just going to say that. <laughs> he, knows, he knows everything about everything. Yeah. He knows everything about whatever industry that you're involved in, whatever business that you have, whatever thing that you're going through. He knows everything about everything That's that right. is going on, and he knows what how we need. How to fix it if it needs to be fixed. How to fix it. If it's broken, he knows how to He fix knows how to fix it. Amen. That's right. He does. He does. He does, and he saw and he's to willing. it. Yeah, he is willing. He's looking for faith. Yeah, he's looking for faith. Let me see. Go to the second page. I don't know if we have is that time. That C enough. or not? That's go to C. Okay, go ahead. Uh, this is the distribution of the five thousand fed. There's a lad here who has five barley loaves, two small fish. But what are they among so many? Well, they're seed. That was yeah. seed. Yeah, that yeah. can be multiplied. Seed. Mm-hmm. Then Jesus said, make the people sit down. There was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves. And when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the, to the disciples. You think about the connection between the supernatural and thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the voice of faith. Yeah, that's right. Thanking the Lord for what we don't see yet, but what we're believing for and releasing our faith for. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we have all the finances that we need to do everything that we need to do. That's so important. Thank you, Lord. Thanks. getting things taken care of. Exactly. And and it really, it helps our faith. Thanksgiving yeah. builds our faith and it opens the door for the miraculous to take place. Yeah. So he gave thanks and he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down and likewise of the fish as much as they wanted. As much as they wanted. As much as they A wanted. Full supply, in other words. Full supply. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Therefore, they gathered them up, 
filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. So there were 12 baskets that were full of the leftovers and they began with nothing but this small meal that belonged to a child. Hmm. Multiplication. And Multiplication. fed 20,000 people. Fed 20,000 people. Exactly. Exactly. Now this last part here, number three, this is a word from the Lord that Brother Copeland gave November the 19th of 2005. Listen to this. You are going to be the ones that God uses to supernaturally feed the lost when disasters come. Hmm. Only it's not going to be like it was in the past. In many cases, you are not even going to need the trucks and the airplanes. In a lot of cases, you're just going to take one little meal and divide it and divide it and divide it. Oh, the loaves and the fishes. We saw that take place, Gloria, some years ago with a couple that we know that were ministering in Haiti. They were ministering to children in Haiti. And they did not have, on this particular day, enough food to feed these children. So they took this scripture and they stood on it and they actually acted it out. And Gloria, it's amazing. All of those children were fed that day. The food was multiplied and multiplied and multiplied. If Jesus could do it, we can do the very same thing. That's right. Because it's the same spirit. It's the same spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray over everyone. Glory and I pray together over everyone who is watching us right now. And we've seen in your word how you have been faithful to operate in a place of supernatural provision. We release our faith right now for supernatural provision in our lives. And Lord, we take it by faith. We We thank you that you supply every need. And we glorify you right now for taking care of everyone in Jesus' name. Yes, amen. Amen. Praise and God. Amen. Hallelujah. What a great time Hallelujah. we have had together. That's good, Praise George. God. I've enjoyed you preaching to me. Praise God. As always. Well, we're out of time. Glory and I will be right back. My name is David Welsh. I'm the Executive Director of Kenneth Copeland Ministries, Australia, Asia, Pacific. It is so vitally important partnership. Um, for me personally, it's, it's, not, it's not a separate part of the ministry. I was thinking the other day, you know, Jesus, the first thing he did when he was baptised in the Holy Spirit, he sought after and received partners or disciples. I mean, he, he wasn't, even though, you know, Jesus is calm, he's filled with the Holy Spirit, he still needed to add people. And from that 12, others were added. So Jesus' ministry was not without partnership. So it's, it's very fitting that we are the same. And of course, we're all under the headship of the head of the church, Jesus himself. And he's appointed people to the same mission In our case, the same mission that Kenneth Copeland has. It excites me that people are connected in such a way to the mission that God gave one man as a custodian. And then we all saw that as our own personal mission and we add our part. 
I add my part by serving there as the executive director. Partners add their part by praying for the ministry and financially supporting the ministry and coming to events and participating and in receiving the partner letter as manna from heaven. All those things feed into the blessing taking place, working in and through their lives so that they can minister to other people. The more people that join that mission, the more we can do to get out a message that will transform lives, transform people and bring them into a closer relationship with Jesus. And that really is the most important thing. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.